GOB 93 Rubbish Party The Rubbish Party won a council seat somewhere in Scotland in the last county council elections. If you think this appellation is an unprecedented omission of political ineptitude, well, let me disabuse you. Their main policy is cleaning up local litter. Litter, as I have ranted before, is an issue of utmost concern directly or indirectly responsible for the death of millions of animals worldwide from plastic bags swallowed by cetaceans to grebes strangled by fishing line. Ironically, our massive trash heaps are one reason why gulls became familiar to most inland sites. We still send half a billion pounds worth of food to landfill, so gulls, corvids and rats have plenty to recycle. The best of us create very little waste and compost our peelings or send food scraps to the biodigester. But most of us still buy it, forget it, then dump it in the bin, forward into thinking sell-by means die if you eat after this date. Indeed, many of us are on the side of safety and scrap anything even approaching the meaningless best-by date. This vicious cycle of silly sell-by dates, consumer paranoia and supermarket stupidity in selling over large packs with bog-off offers keep the heaps piling up and the farmers' prices tumbling. The latter, faced with a need to offer uniformity for packaging, not only add to the ever-growing pile of what is grown but not eaten, but they use more chemicals, maximising yield by minimising loss to wild creatures, great and small. So gulls dine out on doughnuts and peckered old pizzas, risking life and limb from sharp cans and entangling plastic. Learning, of course, that such bounty is available by the shortcut of tearing open black sacks and scattering our household waste down the street before the bin man can collect it. As bin collections become less frequent and certain items banned, we seem to be replacing the family visit to old friends with an outing to the recycling centre. There we unload the garden grass cuttings, bung the technologically surpassed telly and cart our cardboard to the giant paper bin. If we've indulged in DIY or have an old freezer, we hire a trailer which we have to leave outside the centre and drag the stuff in by hand. Why? To stop the commercial exploitation of this domestic service. Apparently white van men, by the million, would sneak in their old sofas and build as rubble and do what? Recycle them without paying for the privilege. Can someone please explain to me the logic of this municipal madness? Two miles from my household recycling centre is another commercial one, where companies and loan traders are charged to get rid of the guts of a refurbished house or the unsaleable leftovers of a house clearance. Has any local authority ever compared the revenue generated against the cost of fly-tipping? The black economy is peopled by those who pay no tax and drive uninsured, unroadworthy vehicles. Do the local authorities really believe that they would develop a conscience and pay to dump trash? The only reason people fly-tip is to avoid paying. Now, you may wonder what sparked this diatribe, apart from my righteous indignation about the despoilation of what passes for wilderness in our over-urbanised land. Well, for years I've used a lay-by on a country lane as a raptor watchpoint. I can sit in the car out of the elements and scan the skies over wetland and shoreline. Or I could, until the farmer decided to fill it with huge containers to stop the idiots who regularly heap detritus there.